Welcome to Snuggle, Cozy Stories for Kids. This episode is called How the Mermaid Found Her Tail. Hey friend, my name is Tom, and I'm so glad you're here, because it's story time. Whether it's for a nap, for bed, or just for fun, story time is my favorite part of the day especially when friends like you are here to join me. If it's not your favorite yet, then I bet it will be soon. Because in stories, we can go anywhere and do anything. There are no limits. All we have to do is use our imaginations. The story I'll read in this episode is about a mermaid. Mermaids are magical sea creatures, half human, half fish. If you only saw their face, you'd think they were just like you and me. But instead of legs and feet, they have big, long fish tails. It helps them swim through the ocean. The mermaid in this story has lost her tail though, so she's going on an adventure to find it. Now, I don't know about you, but I've never been to the bottom of the ocean before, and that's where our story takes place. So we'll have to imagine going there. Let's take a nice deep breath together to warm up our imaginations. Breathe in nice and fully and breathe out. Perfect. Now we're ready to head to the ocean and help the mermaid find her tail. Once upon a time, in a sunny little bay, turquoise water splashed against silvery sand. A young mermaid lay in the sun, stretched out on a flat, smooth rock at the edge of the bay. The yellow sun was bright in the blue, blue sky, and the sun's rays had heated the rock until it felt warm and cozy. The warm rock was smooth and flat. It felt just right for a young mermaid to lie on, watching the birds swooping through the blue sky and the turquoise waves lapping the sand. The young mermaid's name was Maria. She lay comfortably across the rock, feeling just as cozy as could be. In fact, the rock felt so cozy and warm and smooth and flat that Maria began to feel sleepy. The warm sun on her skin and the peaceful sound of the waves splashing the sand 
made her grow sleepy. And before she knew it, Maria's eyelids began to close. Her head was resting on the warm, smooth rock, and it felt so good to let her eyes rest too. As she rested, she heard the birds calling, and the sound of their wings swooping through the warm sea air. She heard the water splashing, softly, softly, against the sand and against her own rock. She felt the warm, smooth rock beneath her. She felt the warm, damp air above her. And she felt the soft spray of water when a wave struck her rock. Then again, when another wave came, and another. And slowly, Maria the mermaid drifted off to sleep. She dozed in the sunshine of her beautiful bay. She dozed and dozed until she heard a different kind of sound. It wasn't the waves splashing the rock. It wasn't the birds calling, or their wings swooping through the warm air. It wasn't the water lapping the silvery sand. It was something else. A kind of quiet dragging sound that was different from all the other sounds of the bay. Maria the mermaid blinked her tired eyes slowly, once, twice, three times. She stretched her arms out over her head, she stretched her back, and she yawned a big, satisfying yawn. Then, She wanted to stretch her tail, but when she started to stretch it, she felt something missing. So, she looked down at where the end of her tail should be, and there was nothing there. Now, you may not know it, but the end of a mermaid's tail can come off the same as you and I might take off a pair of shoes. At least in Maria the Mermaid's world, mermaid's tails can come off. You see, in Maria's world, the mermaids have a long part of their tail. That's where you and I have our legs. That part doesn't come off any more than our legs do. But at the tip of their tails, they have their fins, where you and I have feet. And that part can come off. 
just like you can slip off your shoes when you're ready to go to bed. And that fin part of her tail was missing when Maria woke up from her nap on the rock. Well, when she realized her tail was missing, Maria knew that it wouldn't do at all to lose her tail. She had to go and look for it. So, she sat up and stretched again, reaching her arms way, way up over her head towards the yellow sun in the deep blue sky. Then she took a deep breath of the salty sea air, and she began to look around in search of her tail. She turned this way, and she turned that way. She looked here, and she looked there, but nowhere did she see her tail. What could have become of it? Now, the good thing is, mermaids can still swim without their tails, at least in Maria's world anyway. They just can't swim quite as fast or as well. So Maria the mermaid slid off her rock into the cool, salty water of the turquoise bay, and she swam off a little bumpily to look for her missing tail. First, she went to visit the old grandfather fish, who lived among the rocks in the deepest part of the bay. There, the water was a blue-green color under the shadows of the rocks. Green seaweed waved slowly, moving in the gentle currents of the water. Old Grandfather Fish came out from the rocks as she swam towards his home. He welcomed her kindly in his deep, rumbling grandfather voice. Hello, Grandfather Fish, Maria said politely, for she was a very polite little mermaid. Have you seen my tail? Grandfather Fish peered where her tail should have been. He raised his eyebrows when he saw that the fins were missing. But he shook his head. No, he hadn't seen Maria's tail. Grandfather Fish suggested that she visit Mrs. Seahorse, who lived in the waving field of seagrass not so far away. So, Maria the Mermaid thanked old Grandfather Fish and said goodbye to him. Then, she swam away from the blue-green shadows of the rocks. She glided through the water to the waving field of seagrass. 
ear, the sunlight filtered down through the water. It made beautiful lights that danced through the waving seagrass, which drifted very gently in the currents of the bay. She swam through the waving seagrass, and it felt silky soft as it brushed against her skin. She peered around and in between the seagrass, looking for Mrs. Seahorse. Now, Mrs. Seahorse was a beautiful, light green color, and it was hard to spot her at first in the waving light green grass. But after a few moments, Maria saw Mrs. Seahorse. She was floating calmly with her seahorse tail wrapped around a piece of seagrass. This made Maria sigh a little, for it reminded her of her own missing tail. But she took a big breath and smiled brightly at Mrs. Seahorse. Hello, she said politely. Have you seen my tail? No, Mrs. Seahorse hadn't seen her tail either. She suggested that Maria go and ask the crab family that skittered over the rocks on the sandy bottom of the bay. So Maria thanked Mrs. Seahorse and swam out of the waving seagrass. She swam towards the sandy bottom of the bay, where the crab family spent their time. There, she found Father Crab running across sand, far beneath the waves that splashed above. He was followed by two smaller crabs, two of his many children. Now, the crab family were a special kind of crabs, called decorator crabs. That meant they liked to decorate their shells with bits of seaweed and other things. This disguises them so that they blend in among the rocks or coral of their homes. Because of this, Father Crab and his two children looked a good deal like seaweed-covered rocks skittering along. But Maria knew all about decorator crabs, and she knew just who she was seeing skittering over the sand. So she greeted Father Crab politely and asked him if he had seen her tail. He told her that no, he had not seen her tail, but he suggested that she come with him to ask Mother Crab. 
Maria followed Father Crab and the two little crabs over the sandy bottom of the bay. They led her towards a bigger rock nearby, where Mother Crab was waiting. And just as they reached Mother Crab, who should come along but another little crab skidding around the corner of the rock. It was Junior, another of the crab family's many children, and he was dragging something large behind him, something that was stirring up a cloud of sand as Junior dragged it across the bottom of the bay. The cloud of sand swelled through the water, making it hard to see just what it was that Junior the Crab was dragging behind him. But as he came closer, huffing and puffing with the effort, Maria and the others began to catch glimpses of whatever it was. They saw glints of shiny purple and blue and green shimmering through the water. Look what I found to decorate myself with, said Junior, when he saw Mother and Father Crab watching him. Silly Junior, the object he had found was much too big to decorate his little shell, but it was certainly beautiful. It was shiny and it glimmered with all the lovely colors of the deep. In fact, it looked very familiar. And what do you think it was? Why, it was Maria's missing tail. Goodness, poor Maria was too surprised to say anything at all. But luckily, the moment Mother and Father Crab spotted what Junior had found, they took charge. Mother Crab explained to Junior that the tail belonged to Maria. Father Crab explained that he must return it at once. Well, little Junior hadn't meant to cause any harm, so he gave back Maria's tail right away and told her he was very sorry indeed. He promised never to take her tail again. And to make up for his mistake, Junior gave Maria a beautiful piece of shell that he had been saving. Mother Crab helped Maria string the beautiful shell onto a long strand of seaweed. Then she tied it around her neck. 
and so it is that these days, Maria the mermaid not only has a beautiful shiny tail that glimmers with all the colors of the deep and that helps her swim fast and well, she also wears a lovely shell necklace that drifts through the water when she swims through her beautiful bay, saying hello to all her animal friends. Her lovely necklace reminds her of the time she lost her tail, and of all the kind friends who helped her find it again. And that, little ones, is the story of Maria the Mermaid and her tale. Perhaps we'll have another story next time. For now, sleep well and dream of mermaids in beautiful bays and friends who help each other in times of need.